Triple M's Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Thanks to Makita XGT, the professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance and power without limits. Gus Warland, Jude Bolton and Wendell Saylor. This is the Triple M Rush Hour. Yes, it's a big welcome this afternoon as we are going to run the gauntlet again we today. We love the gauntlet. We no? love the gauntlet. There's new dice, it looks like. Look at this. Got the brand new dice. Thank you very much for Nugget, who works here. Nugget's a bit of a gambling... Uh, if we're honest, I think he's got an issue oh, with gambling. He but he has got the dice and we now have it in our hot little hands, ready for the gauntlet just after five o'clock to get involved. And Greg English joins oh, us today. One of the greats of our game, but also one of the great uh, role models for our game too. Here Absolute we are in Las ripper. Vegas as well. Well, as today we'll be asking you about your dating stories or disasters on first dates. Well, I'll tell you about a couple of mates of mine that have done the most amazing thing. I think you'll like this story, but let's talk about the weather. doesn't look too bad at the moment is for where easing? we are. Yeah, it's it is. certainly easing, but still slow down. The roads still have water on them, still have potholes. You know potholes we have when we have sort of major yeah. rain and stuff? They don't hold up that particularly well, so be careful about that. Put your lights on, and like we said yesterday, be careful. Kind. We had over uh, 75,000 lightning strikes in four hours how yesterday. How do they calculate that? I don't know how they calculate that. And the bomb, as a general rule, don't get anything right. So we're not <laughs> sure about that. But it means there was a lot. There was, however, a lightning bolt hit a runway at Sydney Airport, left a huge pothole, caused major flight delays. But they got on their quick sticks and did it as quick as they so could. you had an issue at your house fixed. as well, though, haven't you? Oh, mate. Abby's there at the moment. She can't do a shift the Savo because of major flooding in the Eleanora Heights area. I slash my house because <laughs> as my wife just reminded me, you didn't get the leaves out of the gutter, did you? That's Not when the weather was all right. One job, mate, You had one, one job, Gus Wallen. Come on, mate. You, you know that's your job. I you say know we had Matt, Vicks up there, don't yeah. you? She, well, she, normally, <laughs> she does normally get up there, but we had Matt the gardener the other day, and the size of the bill that he left us, you should have got up there and bloody got, through, got rid of the leaves out of the gutter, you little clown. <laughs> Yeah, MG blew, about, blew up about this this morning, all about the bunker now has the ability to review field goals. He mentioned the simple fact is that it doesn't really affect the game that much. I think I've ever seen uh, a bunker get involved in a field goal, a field goal going over and not being awarded. So that's a lot of, you know what, yep. but it will slow down the game. And I think we all agree with that. Let's get involved with the forward passes. That's where everyone gets frustrated. Yeah, I know people do get frustrated and can cost you two competition points and a place in the finals. But, mate, to be honest, human error, it happens sometimes. I don't like too many rules. Our game is so good, you've got to have the entertainment What about factor. the bunker? Yeah. You can have the bunker in or not? I, I think we used to bunker too much. Less oh. bunker. Less bunker. Less bunker. I know. I know what people. So say. you'll cop. You'll cop the Roosters scoring a try that's a bit dodgy <laughs> against the Broncos. But you don't want to stop the theatre, is that what? The theatre of it, mate. When, when they hold us up, and that's that's what takes away from the spectacle of, of footy. I know that you want to get it right, but like once again, mate, rugby league is it's entertainment. You can celebrate it twice, so yeah, that's the other well, way. Everyone's to look at different, it. mate. Like that's that's. I don't think it's going thing. anywhere. The technology. Yeah. Speaking of the Roosters, JWH is to play his final season with the Roosters. He is two games away from hitting. the the magical 300 games, Del. Mate, you two are massive Roosters fans, and I've got to say... He's a beast. He, he's What's an, his legacy in your eyes? He's alpha. Look, I think for me, he's one of those players, he's one of the great forwards in the Roosters. You know, when you talk about some of the great forwards, yeah. he's in that conversation. Yeah. The way that he's led from the front, the standards that he's set, I know he's been suspended a few times. Uh, in but his he's career. on the line all the time, he right? He's that alpha male yep. that you talk about, and believe me, he overstepped in that last game, which he is did. why he's suspended at the moment. But you can't take that away from him. 
and he's been he's been brilliant. Like if you yep. picked a Rooster team of all time, yeah. the only club ever since 1908 to play in every single season, the Roosters. He he could be prop with Artie Beetson, hundred percent in that and, team of the century. And if he's not starting, he's on the bench. I remember meeting him as a 13 year old because um, I didn't know this, but I must have been on the footy show one time and he goes, "You were 13." No, he was 13. Oh. And I was at the. That's um, how old you are. I was here. Yeah, I was at the I Oxley. Realize. I was at the Oxley <laughs> driving range, and he said he used to hit the golf balls because he played, I think, for one or two handicap in golf. Did well. he? Yeah. He's a big general giant off the field Beautiful as well, kid, though. Yeah. Yeah. Cronulla grade Paul Gallen wants to axe preseason trials, calling them a waste of time. Where do you sit on this? Oh, look, Gallen and I like we're very different on this. I think you used to love lining up and playing, didn't you? You needed a few runs. Preseason trials are good because even the fringe players that train all preseason, they mightn't get a start in in those games. But you mix them up, so you might be playing with someone who's probably played one or two games of first grade, and then he could be playing outside Alan Langer. That's how they learn their craft. Mm. Um, unfortunately for Gal, they're a necessary evil, you know? Well, he didn't have to play in them because he was obviously going to start and captain most of his That's sides. Right. But you're right, for youngsters, and also you've got to remember the fans. Yes. We're desperate for footy, right? Yeah. So when the footy started to come back a couple of weeks ago, you're pumped and you're ready for it. But even these young players coming through, like you look at my young bloke Tristan, he'll go back to CS Logan because Reese Walsh has obviously got that spot. He might be chance at 14, but that young fullback who scored the try that day from the Cowboys, not sure his name, he went to the same school as like Kalen Ponga, Cherry Evans, myself. We wouldn't have seen that young kid if it wasn't for a trial match, you know? Now yeah. I'm going to look out for him, you know? Bloody oh. Yeah. We want those dating disasters or those blind dates that have gone a bit wrong. Mm. Yesterday I told a story about uh, a mate of mine, he took his wife, to, they had a double date uh, with another couple and the mate's uh, wife has noted noted the fact that he's wearing Thongs and his pinky mm. had just the sharpest talon mm. on there. He hadn't cut his toenail. It was actually curling almost over. And she went, that is the most disgusting <laughs> thing I've seen. You're both getting booked in for yeah. a pedicure tomorrow. End up being a pretty good result for he, that he bloke. got it done. Got I a guess, pedicure with a happy ending and he's all happy days. Don't, so. You don't want that drawn, drawn attention to that. No, really. you don't. Well, let me talk to you about a couple of couples that I know. I used to play... Uh, golf quite regularly with a bunch of blokes. It was about 20 of us. And every weekend uh, for nine weeks, we'd play for this thing called the Summer Cup. Mm. And um, I used to absolutely love it. Played some really nice golf courses, went up to far North Queensland sometimes, spent the weekend, really yes. good time. Port Douglas? Got to, yeah, Port Douglas, yeah. Um, and we played a few nice courses down here as well in Sydney, St. Michael's, Monavale. Anyway, I remember getting to know them after a few years and this bloke said, you know, you know those two blokes over there. Yeah. And I went, yeah, yeah, they're buddy rippers. I played with one of them. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. He goes, they swap wives. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Like, like throwing the keys in or something like that. What no. happened was they were such great mates. They then got married. The four of them used to date and then they all had families and stuff. And then the kids ended up growing up and moving out of home. But the four of them used to always go out and go on family holidays and stuff. And eventually they went, you know what, I... We're Actually, better suited to the other one. We're better one. suited to the other no. one and everyone agreed. So what they did was the men just moved out of each other's house and moved into the others. Mate. Hang on, like you just And walk, they're walk, still mates and they're walk, still going out. That's weird. You walk past each other with that's a right. couple so of suitcases. So basically if it was you, you and me, Jude, I'd yeah. move into Lane well, Cave. You moved to Eleanor oh, Heights. Oh, I'd take over. Yeah. But the, the kids aren't little, right? So you basically just, <laughs> I jump into your bed, you jump into mine. <laughs> Give your missus a... Oh. Hang on. It's a, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I can't fathom I know. That. And um, I sat there and I'm thinking, oh, there's no way crazy. that could be true. But, but that's it's exactly, amicable, I guess. It, it works, works and they're still together. They've been but, together like yeah. the 20 years with one couple and then now they've been 20 years with the new setup.
well, it doesn't sound like a dating disaster, to be honest. It worked out pretty well. It worked but, out pretty, but it's weird, isn't it? it it's super weird. What about you, Del? Any dating disasters or first oh, dates that went wrong? Not really dating disasters. Like, I'm pretty good. When I take someone on a date, like, I'm pretty smooth. Like, music, like, you know, I wine and dine them. So when I first took Tara um, out, um, we went to this nice restaurant and, you know. You back yourself too, wouldn't you? 100% every day of the week. <laughs> anyway, so I was sitting there and we were Confidence. having a nice meal. And some girl comes over, and I was, I think, twenty twenty one at the time, you know, I was just playing for Australia, and I'm oh. looking a treat, you know, and, you know. <laughs> Those and, photos you still put up today. Beat it, mate. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so as I'm sitting there, this girl comes over, and she's on, she's on a date, she's on a date too, and she goes, hey, can I just say, big fan, blah, 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 continues to take her bra off for me to sign it at my dinner date. Hang yeah. on, you're... Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> that's not on you. That's on the girl. She I, sees that you're dating another girl. Like, I know. Why is she taking a bra no, off? I don't know, but I'm being Man, selfless. Could have got, got a piece of paper to sign. What do you mean you're being selfless? Well, you mate, say, excuse me, I'm on a date here. But who am I to knock back a fan? Like, <laughs> mate, that's the time to knock back a fan. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, mate, it's not my fault. And why did Tara marry you? That's that's on her that's too. That's on her too. I don't know. Bloody yeah. hell. Give us a call now. One triple three five three. We want dating disasters or blind dates that just went wrong. A couple of calls have gone through to a lawyer's, can't be spoken about, so we've got a few calls that we can put to air. Mitchell's going to start the ball rolling in Menai. G'day, Mitch. G'day, fellas. How are we? Mate, welcome to the show. What's your uh, dating disaster? Mate, took a girl out, first date, went to a cafe, uh, shouted breakfast and a coffee, and uh, first sip of the coffee, got a bit choked up, and uh, next thing the coffee's all over her. Oh, you spat it straight on her. Oh, no, mate. Straight on hot coffee, straight onto her uh, and the table. So ruined the breakfast and the coffee. Were you just a bit nervous or just went down the yeah. wrong way? No, mate, nerves. First first date, mm. uh, first date nerves. So what it's, happened it, in the end? Mate, that was it. That was it. Yeah. No second date. Got through, no, it didn't make the second. Uh, I, don't, I don't think the breakfast even got finished either. Mate. Oh, <laughs> to be fair, Mitchell, that's, mate, that's, that's it, mate. That's all you need. Does Mitchell need to be better? He needs to be better. <laughs> <laughs> Michael in Warrington. How are you, Michael? Hey, buddy. How are we going? Good, mate. Tell us your dating disaster or blind date that went wrong. Well, it was a disaster with a happy ending, man. We're still oh. together nine years later. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Uh, I'd only been with her for about a month, and I thought I'll be nice and squeaky here, and I'll uh, take her away for a couple of weeks. Nice. We uh, get halfway up the north coast, go to put diesel in the car. Guess what? I forgot my wallet. So... She's gone sort of, this, what's this bloke playing, that kind of thing, you know, blah, blah. <laughs> said, hang on, hang on. I, I lived in Inverell, which is up north coast there. Yeah. I said, I'm going to the bank in Inverell. You're like, no ID, no nothing. You won't get money out, this and that. I walked in all smick, said to the lady, I knew I was behind the counter. So she's given me some coin. I paid her back and we had a great holiday and we're still together. That oh, is, you nice. know what, Michael? Yeah. Not uh, all heroes wear capes, mate. That's a great that's recovery awesome. right there. Well that's done, mate. Super recovery. Mate, let's give him a double pass to yeah. see Slash this Saturday at the Horden. That's Absolutely. nice. Let's nice go to Michael. Matt. Hey, Matt, how you going, mate? Ah, uh, big, big dirt. How are you, buddy? Good, buddy. Mate, tell us. Mate, um, so it was, a, it was a blind date, but it was, um, I got catfish. So what happened? Um, I'd seen this bird online and we agreed to meet for dinner. Yeah. Went in there and she, as she walked in, she had this beautiful long dress on. She looked good, sat down and uh, started talking and she had two teeth in her mouth. Just the two? Like, and, dear. And, uh, yeah, just two. And uh, turns out she's a bunny supporter. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, um, I was making every excuse under the sun. I'll end up saying that my son was ill just to get out of there as quick as I could. Oh, so how oh, long you had mate. to sort of hang in there, what, for 30 minutes, 45? 
It was supposed to be dinner, and then it went to coffee, and then it was just like I had one mouthful of me cappuccino, and I was. <laughs> oh mate! Out of there. Oh mate, Matt, you got to be more kind than that, mate. Oh mate, come oh, on, mate. She she's put one photo up and she ends up looking like Bucky Beaver. No thanks. Oh, 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 See you, doll. You get what oh, you, you get. You're such an oil painting, mate. <laughs> All right, yeah, sorry, it's Brad a bit. rush out. Time to talk to this superstar. This next legend was sometimes nicknamed the Goanna. And who could forget that crawl after the final try of the 2014 NRL Grand Final against the Doggies. The Goanna crawl! But he didn't always play for South. In the first couple of years, he won a few premierships with the Melbourne Storm. He also won a Clive Churchill medal and a Golden Boot Award. He's been named an NRL Indigenous All-Star and he captained that immortal Queensland side that I'm now regretting mentioning. His more common nickname, though, is GI. And it could stand for generally indestructible, but it stands for Greg Yeah, we've got him on the line right now and he's off to Vegas, going to be part of the Triple M crew. G.I., welcome back. A new season is upon us. New season is definitely upon us. How are you guys? Yeah, mate, well, we are really well. How much are you looking forward to going to Vegas? Oh, mate, you know, I stayed away from Vegas because every time I got invited, it was always a boys' trip and I was like, <laughs> nah, nah, not going. I don't want to go. Thought it would be a repeat of Hangover, but, you know. Look, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, you know, it's good to be going over there and something I'm not familiar with and just talking to, you know, the Americans or anybody, for that matter, over there about rugby league and how great our game is. Do you know, we talk about, you know, running backs and, you know, uh, the Super Bowl was just on. You're a bloke, I reckon, they could have made that transition uh, in our game. You know, one of our great players, but as an outside back, no one better. Um, what do you reckon the Americans expect of uh, our code going over there? Oh, look, it's a, it'll be an interesting one because uh, they're just not too sure. They all freak out because we have no helmet, no pads, and, you know, we're just lining up and just running towards one another full beam, full tilt and trying to put our shoulder in through the other guy's chest, right? So we'll be educating them around that there stuff. But I reckon they'll be in for, like, a fast, upbeat game, not what they're quite used to. Um, I've got a feeling we'll be explaining a lot of rules throughout the game as well. G.I., the thing is we always forget is like it's not an exhibition game. It's like there's points on the line. So it's so yeah. important to start season well, isn't it? Yeah, well, the boys, you know, the 14 shadow, they're going to walk away with two points, mm. right? And, you know, that's the ultimate goal. So they want to go there. Make sure they're prepping well because you're right, there's no trial games anymore. It's straight in round one. And look, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the trip. And, you know, first time in Vegas, but I'll be well behaved because I made sure I'm busy from time with, you know, every every downtime I have. That's a good yeah. idea, G.I. What, what about South Sydney? They were leading the comp after 11 rounds, got knocked out in that final round of the season, didn't make the eight. There's a lot expected of this side to, to bounce back again this year. How do you think they're going to travel over the entire season? Yeah, look, I think there's a lot of expectation from the players that, players themselves within within the club and they know deep down that you know the way they finished wasn't wasn't great wasn't up to their standards as a team and as a as a club itself so look they'll go back in they've obviously reassessed they had a great charity match um game that they obviously stepped up against in a trial match against the eagles but in saying that they they'll definitely get a lot better. They have a lot of a lot of players back that are really determined enough to get there and get it done. You know, Cody Walker put himself out of the All-Stars to make mm. sure he's right for South. So, yeah. in saying all that there, they'll, they'll go 
definitely a lot better than what they did last year. Gio, one thing that you've done really well is you've supported the women's game and we all, you know, we all have daughters and you've supported the women's game and, um, you know, you've, you've run the water, you've, you've coached them uh, and it's one of those things where you look at Tamika Upton uh, and these young players coming through now, you must be proud of the NRLW but also the Indigenous All-Stars, how, how they played and performed. You know, no, I don't, I think most of us didn't expect the way, how well the Indigenous All-Stars would be able to play but the way Tamika Upton is done, like she's, there's players that are like, love the game, enjoy the game, but uh, can be obsessed with the game too. I think Tamika's got that right balance between, a, you know, being obsessed with it, doing her homework, but also still enjoying and loving it. I think that's what makes Tamika Upton who Tamika Upton is as a player. Seeing the pathways in how it's grown within the NRLW, well, you know, watching from where it first started to where it is now. You know, I remember going into Indigenous All-Stars Women's Camp in 2010 or 2011, when we first began the exhibition, and I just sat down with him and I said, all right, all right, ladies, well, tell me what you need from, you know, to get to stand up and down. And they just told me. So I just went back and, like you said, I've been more of a voice and advocate because I enjoy watching, you know, the women's game. Well, G.I., you're an absolute superstar and we love what you do in the community, particularly with the Goanna Academy and also with, you know, what Goodsy and Mickey O'Loughlin are doing with the Go Foundation and yep. you guys are just having such a big impact. Yeah, I love what Mickey O and Goodsy is doing. You know, we've done a few things. We've crossed paths and, you know, teamed up to deliver. Now, obviously, they're about, you know, educating mm-hmm. and putting people through school and bringing them up and getting the best opportunity and you know you go in academies on the on the preventative mental health side of it so you know we I did a session last year in, in uh, Sydney University and they asked me to come in and deliver like a 40 minute or 20 minute bill on, on it on their workshop so Wonderful. you know and, um, I got them on board too they come out and have a chat you know about outdoor students that we have in school so yeah well, I'm not all about our programs better it's like no how do we develop our kids better or, you know, people we talk to. How do we make it better? Time for Talk Some AFL. Why gives us his room chat this week? Yeah, let's talk some AFL for the first time this year, big fella. Giants set for a huge clash in the opening round with Collingwood. There's some real hatred between these two sides and some injury concerns for the Giants. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, Dave Matthews, the CEO of the Giants, put a little bit of extra fuel on the flame. Uh, he's just, uh, they, I mean, they got beaten in the prelim final by a point, the Giants. So, and then Collingwood went on to that great premiership win last year, but he said, we hate Collingwood almost as much as we hate the Swans. Mm. And it's, uh, it says a lot, but um, there is injury concerns for the Giants, as you mentioned. Harry Perryman, a uh, bit of an issue with a hammy, and Isaac Cumming also with the quad. But the one I'm concerned about is Finn Callahan. It, it looks like he should be right for round one, but he's got a bit of a shoulder concern, and he's, by, by all reports, been the standout this preseason. So really want to see him play and take these games to another level. We've had him on the rush here as well. What about the Swannies? Had their first practice match with the Giants this Thursday. Some interesting stuff leading into the game versus Melbourne in their 150th year. Yeah, so it's jumper presentation for the Swans tonight or the Guernsey presentation, and then uh, they've got a, a release of their 150th year uh, Guernsey. Um, but the, the stuff into the game is going to be fascinating. I think it's been led by... Uh, John Longmire wants to really create a vibe around the fact that it is 150 years. So apparently for their first warm-up, he might be leading a whole walk from Swans HQ with the players, almost like college football. You know how the coaches mm. walk out? Like he's he's driven that. So yeah, and drive revenue into the ground. Into the ground. Like, nice. Yeah, like like Nick Saban and the yeah. Alabama, yeah. you know, Crimson Tide. I love that. So. Well, Jude, man, you know this is uh, one of the best grounds in the world to play. I never got to play on it. The MCG. 
Apparently there's issues after Tay-Tay. Well, this is what they've always had uh, had concerns with, with big concerts, the, the wear and tear of the grounds. Uh, they do put a, a cover over it, but apparently it's, they've got to rip up Have some of Have you seen the, the MCG today? It looks, it looks like a patch... Yeah. Patchworth, patch something quilt. What, what was that? Yeah, quilt. Patchwork quilt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> honestly, mate, it looks the most ridiculous ever seen. So they'll rip that turf up. They do have the benefit of having the opening round all in the interstate. So the two uh, Swans and Giants game interstate, and also um, the Queensland teams as well hosting that opening round. So it's an extra week they get to get it right. But but they'll never get it right. They reckon they will never look really? the way it normally looks for this season anyway well, until they relay hate. it. The cricketers hate oh, it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's a Melbourne cricket ground. It's yep. not the Melbourne football ground. <laughs> yeah. So. Or, or Tay-Tay's ground either. Exactly. But I've got to say this. What about the reports of a hefty suspension for a ruse? Play? Yeah, so Taron Thomas, uh, a super talented player, but um, there's been, uh, you know, investigation around, uh, you know, a secondary uh, domestic violence uh, right. uh, charges. And so he's there's reports of potentially an 18-game suspension, which would wipe him wow. out and, and he would only have three or four games at the end of the season to fight for a contract. So, you know, it almost puts a line in him. So uh, we'll wait and see. Well, it really that, doesn't matter about his – at this exactly, stage, isn't yeah. what if, if, exactly. if, if what is said, alleged yeah. to happen is proven, then you don't exactly. want him in the game full stop. No, exactly right. Get him the so, treatment he needs and make, look sure he looks after his partner. That's more important than anything. Absolutely. But the, the season's going to be about to kick off and can't wait to see how this uh, particular practice match between the Giants and the Swans goes on Thursday morning. Beautiful. Guys, if you're a commuter at the moment catching the train, you probably don't realise that 450 commuters fell in gaps last year. So normally when you pull up, you hear what was 450. You hear this. Please mind the gap when boarding or alighting from the train. A lot of people that freaks would, me out, that stuff, would hear yeah. that. Some gaps yeah. are bigger than others, but 450 fell between them. A lot of them school kids as well, yeah. and it's nasty. Lots of injuries and stuff that happened from that. Yeah, I, I catch the train a fair bit to go down and see my daughter down in Wollongong, but it's it's their mindset too. Sometimes they're too busy with their music oh, and that, that they're not paying attention. Yeah. And, and even the little kids, you, you see them just veer off sometimes, and I get nervous from them, so hopefully you know, they'll fill that in now. Well, they're going to be filling yeah. them in. There's going to be 170 mechanical gap fillers will be fitted at eight stations along the converted metro train line between Sydenham and Bankstown as well as some other uh, areas as well to make sure that gap is shortened and shortened mm. up. So good work by the trains, good good work by the government. Yeah, keep them safe. Welcome back to the Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Time for this. Triple M presents Pearl Jam. Live on their Dark Matter World Tour. With special guests, the Pixies, playing Giant Stadium November 21. Get your tickets Friday at PearlJam.com. That's it. Triple M is proud to present Pearl Jam on their return to Australia for the Dark Matter World Tour 2024 this November. Have you got someone in your life that's the better man or woman? Do they help you or others out in times of need? Now's your chance to let them know they're the better man and we could be sending you both to Pearl Jam. Head to triplem.com.au. Tell us about your better man and we could be calling you. And we've got Emily on the line right now, guys. G'day, Emily. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very, very well. well. Now, you've nominated someone for the better man. Uh, please tell us who and why. I've nominated my dad, Peter. Yep. Mm-hmm. He is an amazing dad, but he is an absolutely outstanding grandpa to my daughter. I'm oh, a single mum. Oh, that's yeah. Um, he is always there for anything I need, whether it's last minute pickups, drop offs because of work. He is there for absolutely everything with her school. He keeps 
all of her drawings, all of like he's just the best grandpa in the world. He and he's like not a Catholic. <laughs> he's not Catholic, but he sits through mass at my daughter's school for her. Wow, <laughs> that is that is full commitment, yeah. isn't it? Full commitment. Well, let's give Peter a call and tell him you're taking him to Pearl Jam. Let's give Peter a call now. Amazing. Oh, he's about to turn 50 as well. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll make sure yeah. we sing him happy birthday. Yeah. G'day, Peter. You're on the line there? Yeah, g'day. How's going? Mate, mate. We're very, very yeah, well, Peter. very well. Now. Yeah, I'm, I'm still in my 40s yet. So <laughs> well, oh, just, come off it, Dad. I'll yeah. hold on to that. You can hear a voice in the background. That's Emily, your daughter. She's told us you're about to turn 50, but she's also been telling us what a wonderful, A, dad you've been to her, but what a wonderful grandparent you are. Please tell us about your role as a grandparent, how much you love your grandkid. She's the best. Uh, little Marley, my big princess. I mean, what can you say? She, yeah, she um, could put a smile on your face no matter how um, bad your day's going. I tend to be a bit of a pin cushion for stickers on my head for her and <laughs> all that. And, yeah, do sit through mass and all the dance classes and all the shows that she does at school, which is great. But, um, no, nah, she's just awesome. Well, congratulations, yeah. guys. Yeah. You've won a double pass to see Pearl Jam. Yeah. Oh, thank you yeah, so great. much. How good. That's awesome. You are the better man, Peter, so I really he appreciate it. I thought it was a joke. No, 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 absolutely. No. You're going to say go see their world, uh, their Dark Matter World Tour, uh, Pearl Jam, yep. alive with special guests, the Pixies playing Giant Stadium, November 21, and you can get your tickets Friday at PearlJam.com. But you don't need them because you've got two. You're going there. Yep. Well done. You can tell you guys are a beautiful family, and uh, <laughs> we're so proud of you guys. So well done. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great day. Good on you, Peter. Yep. Again, thanks very much, Emily. Isn't that lovely? Amazing. Oh, yeah. And we'll Love have that. more tickets to give away tomorrow. Now, boys. Last night, sitting at the dinner table with my family and my mm. two daughters, I've got a 12-year-old Ciara and a 9-year-old Piper, um, and I love that they're at the age where the, the conversation just goes places. Yeah, yeah you know, we've had them in here. They're full of personality, yeah. both of them. They're absolutely They're not buddy. backward in coming forward. They are champion yeah, we know kids. That, they're yeah. good fun. More front than David Jones, absolutely. But yeah. they just um, – Last night I got onto piercings. So they've both recently had their ears pierced and uh, the oldest one has had a second uh, piercing. And she said, I don't want to stop at that, Dad. And I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, what do you want to get pierced anyway? And we sort of went back and forth about, oh, she's thinking one. there's a one you can have higher up the yep. ear. Yeah, so like, yeah. yeah, my she daughters said, have got that. My daughter she said, too. I, I do like the um, the belly button oh, piercing. And how was, old is she? She's 12. Only 12. Oh, like, no. and we're like, yeah, uh, I, on, I was mate. like, not under my roof. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. But anyway. But Lynette's standing there, and, and she actually, uh, when I first met her, had a nipple piercing. Oh, and the girls oh, found out about that recently. That's, that's great news. <laughs> look at your Thank face. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, look at Gus's face, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking mental yeah, images. Mate, I'm already in Vegas. <laughs> mate. Happy days. So the girls found out about this when they recently got piercings and they were gloating about saying how many, uh, you know, holes they've got and this and that. What and, sort of piercing was it? Like a bolt <laughs> or what was it exactly? It's just a nipple ring, mate. Okay, righto. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they're, going, they're going back and forth. And, and so the, the youngest one initially goes, oh, did they have to see your boob to, to pierce? And I'm sort of going, well, they don't do it through a T-shirt or a shirt. Yeah. Piper. Like you, you've got to take it up. And Lynette's turned around and goes, 
I was in my twenties. My my boobs were magnificent. <laughs> 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 like basically look at you before you kids came yeah, before you ruined the yeah. bloody milk tray before you sucked the life out of them <laughs> anyway so we're sitting there giggling away initially and then uh, my oldest one goes I'd hate to I just hate to be that person who has to sit there and pierces people all day like you have to mm. look at it and yeah. hold it and that sort of stuff sure but the little one turns around and this blew me away. She just goes, I'd hate to be that person who just has to wax other people's pussy all day. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's... And I spat oh. my food out. Oh, wow. So that's where the conversation oh, went last. I love oh, that. Oh, I love that. We should, there should be more conversations <laughs> yep. around the kitchen table. There's yep. not enough of them. Oh, that is gold, mate. <laughs> The rush hours. Run the gauntlet. Ooh, I love running the gauntlet. Yeah. I've got a proper dice this time too, Jude. You have. Let's have a listen. It actually hits the table. Oh, oh yes. Listen to that. Look at that. Look Nugget at that. that works here. Nugget's worked here for eight years and no one actually knows what he does. <laughs> but he's a quality individual. We'll be listening now. Thank you. We stole this off his uh, his desk. He does it. not want you to lose that uh, No, dice. he does not. It's a proper right. dice from Las Vegas, baby. I'll, br- I'll bring our own set back when I'm there next week, lads. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> there's three levels of prizing. Let's get Penny from Botany on the line. How are you, Penny? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, guys. Are hey, you ready Penn. to run the gauntlet? <laughs> Why not? Okay, so we will roll okay, the dice Gussie. for you to set the reference. Okay, Gussie, Gussie. Hold it. it's a bloody annoying. You're a little kid, mate. <laughs> We're going to roll the dice once. We'll get uh, Penny's reference number. Both of you are telling me off. She is Have a look at whose line. name's on this studio, oh, you two clowns. Oh, Here we go, Tickets, Penny. please. Let's roll the dice for Penny. Let's go. Three. 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 Oh, Penny, oh. higher oh. or lower <laughs> for the Makita merch pack? Come on, Penny. Makita. Higher. What do we got? Yes. It's a fire. Great work. You get the Makita merch back. Now you're on to level two, which this includes the copy of the Rugby League Icons book. It's oh, yeah. outstanding, it's isn't got, it? Like, yeah, great flyer mate. Paul Harrigan, everyone signed Are you it. in that? Of course, mate. Oh, yep. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so higher or lower than a five, Penny? Well, lower. Lower. Let's go, Gussie. Four. Yeah, oh, very Penny. good. You get the copy of the Rugby League Icons well book. Now... This is the big one. For tickets for you and three mates to see Slash on Saturday, higher and lower than a four. 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 Penny? Ooh. Come on, Penny. Fingers crossed. Lower. Oh. Okay, she's going lower for the tickets. Here we, on, go, Gussie. Gussie, Here we go, Gussie. Come on. Here we go. Come on, Gussie. Let's go. Roll. You got this, Gussie. Oh, oh Gus. Gus. You, you got one He's job, rolled mate. a six. Oh, mate. I'm sorry, <laughs> Penny. Oh, sorry, oh, Penny. Oh, my God. You sound lovely, Penny. I'm guy, really sorry. This guy. Very shame. Well, should we get someone else? Or yeah, not? get Luke. Let's go. Else, Let's get Luke. Come, Come on, Luke. Let's give stuff away. We're, we're, we're not even okay. mucking around. Come on. Higher or lower than a six <laughs> for the three tickets. Don't hit the post, mate. For you and Lower, mates. please. Lower than a six. Don't hit the post. <laughs> I'll get one roll. Yeah. Three. Oh, no. Let's go. You're going Just to see Slack on yeah. Saturday night. How's Thank that, Luke? Magnificent. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. So you know what? Penny did all the hard work. Yeah, and Luke scooped just, up. He just came in oh, and blisters. scooped it up. <laughs> Popped Typical up with all the hard work. doing the hard work and the bloke just comes around <laughs> and scoops the pool. There you I go. Did. Welcome back to the Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Let's talk some tech. Hello. 
Yeah, he's a great mate of ours, Trevor Long, for everything for the man, EFTM.com. Trev, talk us about this Apple Vision Pro. What is it all about? Uh, imagine the weirdest looking thing you could possibly wear on your head. That's the Apple Vision Pro. Right. Uh, it's a fully immersive headset that you put over your eyes, you block out the real world, or it has cameras you can see the real world while you're wearing it. So you can, you can actually have items, let's say sitting on the couch, you could uh, create a virtual 200-inch screen up on the wall to watch the footy on. And then as you look to your right, instead of seeing your misses, you see the stats on the NRL website. And as you look to the left, you see, I don't know, Instagram or, or wow. live feeds from social media. So it's all happening in your lounge room. And as you get up, uh, walk to the kitchen, get another drink from the fridge, when you come back in, those screens are still exactly where you put them. So... It's, it's just this unbelievable mixed reality experience. I used it in June or July when they announced it in, in Apple's headquarters, and I describe it this way, boys. It's the most amazing piece of technology I've ever used, but I don't know what we need it for. <laughs> well, Trev, that's, that's the thing. It looks like someone's gone walking around the street without their snorkel and goggles, just the goggles. So they're just sort of, but there's some cool use cases for it, like trying to learn the piano and things and seeing the what buttons to press, what, what keys to press, isn't there? Yeah. The, you know, the one I, I saw that would absolutely really impress my wife is the uh, vacuuming one. I could be wearing this, doing the vacuuming, and instead of just randomly vacuuming, it's kind of like a, a computer game. The floor is covered in, let's say, coins, and as I vacuum up the coins, I earn credit, but more importantly, I can see where I vacuumed and where I didn't. But these things are all just ideas right now. They're not real. So until someone creates these things, it's just an amazing device with no current purpose. Oh, Trev, how much much are we looking at? What's the cost? In America, it's three and a half thousand US dollars. It hasn't been announced for Australia yet, but my guess... Five and a half to six thousand dollars starting price. Okay, wow. you mentioned earlier the sofa. We're watching the two hundred, you know, inch TV yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Like you said, to your right, rather than your missus sitting there, you could have the stats. What about if you just want to change your missus into something different? Could oh, that perhaps, oh, like, mate. I want Victoria's Secret models coming oh, in? Listen, it, you know, that I type think of if thing. If you start wearing the Apple Vision Pro on the lounge, mm. you won't have a missus, so you can come <laughs> up with whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, Good on you, well Trevor. You know, Trevor. <laughs> Cheers, boys. And for all your techniques, go to <laughs> EFTM.com. That's everythingforthemancom Big show tomorrow, Dell. Looking forward to it, mate. Queens of the Stone Age, Josh Homme's in town. Well, and you're doing Mental Fitness Wednesday. Yeah, Mental That's Fitness good. Wednesday. It's going to be a crack. Get home safe, everyone. Yep. Great show, everyone. See you later. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, everyone. Be kind. The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Weekdays from 4 on Triple M.